Welcome to Being Better Podcast, where we explore the things that make us happier, wiser, and healthier people. Hi, my name is Julia, and I am your host. Every week, I take a concept, a technique, or a story to learn how it can make us better. I hope that this show can help you with your practice of self-inquiry. So, here we go. to or welcome back to the being better podcast i hope that you are great i hope that you are taking care of yourself you know going for a walk drinking water seeing some sun and spending time with loved ones i hope that everything is great in your life and if it's not then that's completely fine too remember to cut yourself some slack and keep in mind that not everything has to be perfect all the time and we are all going through something each one of us has something they struggle with anyway Welcome to the Being Better podcast. I'm so happy you are here that you can join us today. And to start off this episode, I'm going to talk about my recommendation for you this week. And that's going to be Only Murders in the Building. I think it's a Hulu TV show. It's like a crime TV show. It's starring Steve Martin, Martin Short and Selena Gomez, which is a trio that I really love. I think they work together so nicely. So it's like a comedy crime show it's based on this idea that there is three you know people living in a building and they are all into true crime podcasts and there is a murder in their building and they want to discover who has done it and they start a podcast together so you know it's up my alley and I really think it's so funny you know Steve Martin and Martin Short I think I recommended their comedy special ones before on this show so I really love them I think they're so talented and you know together with Selena Gomez they make such a great trio so I really I really love the show I am like in the middle so no spoilies please um and I really recommend it I am watching it completely legally wink wink um because I of course have a Hulu account anyway I think it's a great show and if you are looking for something entertaining and if you are into true crimes podcasts also the visuals are very very pretty the design of the building and also the clothes and the furniture and also like the intro is just it's all very very pretty you know New York type stuff like a crime story in New York I think there's like this amazing vibe so if you are looking to watch something fall-ish I think it's like it's a great thing to to binge right now sometimes you know we need a good binge um so that's going to be my recommendation I am going to try to link it in the episode description so you have an easy access to that and yeah now let's move on to the main topic I want to talk about self-help because you may have heard that I don't like I don't want the show to be thought of as a self-help show but I think I've never actually fully addressed why I have a problem with the self-help industry uh, by the way sorry about my voice I have just finished a half marathon recently and I think my lungs you know it was actually a great experience and I'm going to talk about that later on but my lungs are just not great um so that's that I'm sorry about my voice anyway 
the self-help industry. I I really don't want you to think of this show as a self-help podcast, even though I know that this is how it is categorized on Spotify. Um, you know, on Spotify, we are a self-help podcast. I really tried to change it and I was not able to. So if anyone knows how to do it, how to change the category of a podcast, then hit me up. But yeah, I have a problem with that description, just like I have a problem with the word vegan. It's not that the word itself is bad, but I think the first image that comes to your mind when you hear it is something important. So I prefer, for example, to say that I am plant-based because A, I sometimes buy produce or things that are not fully vegan, like honey or um, a bar with some whey protein. So that's one reason. And also B, for most people, veganism has just a bad reputation of just a community of preachy and judgy people. And I completely get it. Um, I am not saying that I am ashamed to be vegan. I don't really care. I think it's a lovely community, but I don't want people to make any assumptions before we even start talking. So I just prefer to say that I'm plant-based, but maybe it's just me. Um, but the problem with self-help goes beyond just the first image you see when you first hear it, the word. It is also about the key principles of this multi-billion dollar industry. So today I want to talk about what I think is wrong with the way we approach our growth through the advice of self-help, you know, quote-unquote gurus and productivity coaches. And I want to preface this by saying that I know I made an episode in defense of self-help books a couple of months ago, and I still think that there is a lot of knowledge in those books, And I would still recommend them. And like I said, I don't think everything that has this self-help label is bad. I'm just saying that the key principles and the foundation of this industry, it actually might prevent us from being happy instead of achieving happiness. So yeah, let's talk about that self-help advice. And I think the first problem is that it is based on the idea that you are not good enough. You know, self-help. If you need help, you're probably broken. And that is the idea that I think is a foundation and something like this message that you get implicitly or explicitly, you just get the message that you are broken. And I I think this is like the most fucked up thing with all these gurus and, and their seminars is that, you know, this advice is best based on the fact that you need to change because the person that you currently are is not good enough and not worthwhile It's as if you are only deserving of being happy and satisfied when you change into what they see as quote-unquote successful. They do not teach you how to be comfortable in your body. They teach you how to change it. You know, they don't teach you how to accept feeling down sometimes and sad, but they preach that you need to change, that you have to be positive and happy all the time and you should never experience any low feelings. They do not talk about liking who you are. Instead, this industry is based on the notion that you need to change and you need to become someone else and only then you can be happy. And I think that is so wrong. You are enough no matter what you eat for breakfast or how many squares on your stomach one can count or how much you weigh or how much money you make. So I really want this space, this podcast and this community to be a place of self-compassion instead of self-help. Even though I know 
not everything under that self-help label is trying to make you feel inadequate but again this message is implicitly spread around in a lot of these virtual spaces and also you know books and podcasts that we listen to and I think those kind of media are so popular because it's kind of addictive and we seek them out and I think we seek them out because we feel like there is something missing in our life so when someone says that you are missing something and here is something that's going to make you happy we want to believe them we want to believe that there is just a switch we can flip and this is something that we can do and change and then we're going to be happy we, we want to believe that and it's often hard to pinpoint what is missing but I think the reason self-help is this you know billion dollar industry is that we feel there is something missing even if it's difficult to articulate it or wrap your head around it exactly without realizing we feel broken we feel incomplete and in need of fixing whether it's consciously or unconsciously so this idea that you are not enough I think is like the first reason and it's like the foundation of this industry of all of these seminars and you know the books that tell you that you need to make more money that you need to work you know 12 hours a day or you need to work exactly this way and you need to be super effective it's like this advice says that only then you can be happy Um, and I do not agree with it And another thing about the whole self-help industry that I think is wrong is the idea that you need to develop all of these habits, these healthy, productive, effective habits, and then you need to do them every day and you need to live in those routines. You know, I love trying out healthy practices, but the focus on these little habits like journaling and cold showers whatever it is it can become an obsession and the reason why it can become so addictive is that it's it's just it feels good that you are living that perfect life it feels good to tick off all of the things that you have on your to-do list it feels great to be effective and it feels great when you think that people can admire you for how productive or healthy you are it feels great to think oh I'm on the right track I'm making progress and I mean it's great if you get into this deep work or waking up early or into cold showers or whatever tracking your habits but in my experience nobody can do all of that perfectly and certainly not forever you know life happens life gets messy we are irrational creatures we get emotional unpredictable things happen you know things change and they sometimes are inexplicable but we are not able to do all of these things and stick with those habits also you know just sometimes it's hard to understand what is going on within yourself but sometimes it's just something within you that you just don't feel like doing these habits and the tricky thing is when you fall off the track eventually that's when things get really interesting and that's when you can see what your relationship with self-help and with yourself is really like what do you do when you don't hit your goals do you feel guilty or do you punish yourself or do you pity yourself or do you procrastinate I think it's like when you 
are so focused on, on doing these habits and then life gets in a way and you are not able to do them, you're not able to work out because, you know, you are busy or you are not able to meditate for a while or, or journal because it just, you know, someone died or, I don't know, just something happened and you are just not feeling like it. What do you do then? And if you beat yourself up, maybe you have to reconsider your relationship with your goals and with your, just with self-help. And also over these past couple of years there has been a huge trend of people sharing their routines you know morning routines or night routines for example you can find countless videos and articles of famous ceos morning routines or or nighttime routines or what they do during lunch or how they work out and all of that and i'm sure you have seen at least a couple of those videos or articles like this I definitely have and I have to say I really love watching them. It's like my guilty pleasure and I think it just feels great because I feel like I can learn from these people that I admire but usually instead of learning what ends up happening is that I just compare the amount of things that I quote-unquote get done each day to what they do and I also realize that I don't want my life to be routine I don't want every day to be the same you know filled with the same activities even if there's something that I enjoy I don't want to live in routines I really used to be so hard on myself for not reading every day or meditating every day or journaling I really thought that either you do it every day and it's a part of your routine or you are a failure and you failed at being that healthy person I, I realize how fucked up it is now but I, I I used to think that it was like I was afraid to lose my streak you know but the thing is I actually I want a life filled with different experiences and different people and different lessons and if I get into a routine and do the same things over and over again then I stop growing and I fall into a bubble of my comfort zone and I don't want that I realized that actually I don't want that perfect life. I don't want a life that is just a well-oiled system that is optimized for productivity. I don't want any of that. What I want is an expansive life. I want to live a life that's rich with experiences and feelings and people and sights, even if some of them are bad and because of the things that I experience I sometimes am sad or I suffer but that's the part of life and I cannot run away from it and I yeah I, I don't want to strive for those routines if you really love something then you probably are going to end up doing it every day because because you like it I run every day and it has become a part of my routine, not because I feel like I have to do it, but because I really enjoyed it. And I know that habits are e extremely effective. And if you want to get better at something, then it's gr great to do it consistently. And I really recommend that. But you have to think about why you are doing it and for how long you're planning to do it. And then you also have to think about if you fail and if life gets in a way, how are you going to react to that? And are you going to beat yourself up for it? And I think through that you can realize what is your relationship with those habits and with those routines like. I 
just learned that I like my mornings to each be a bit different. I like, I sometimes feel like just laying in bed and reading and sometimes I sleep in, sometimes I wake up at 5 and run 10 kilometers, sometimes I wake up and do some yoga and sometimes I meditate, sometimes I journal and I think I change, I'm each day I feel a bit different and I want to take advantage of, you know, my strengths each morning and they change and they are different sometimes I'm energized and sometimes I'm extremely focused and sometimes I can get a lot of work done in the morning and sometimes like I said I just sleep and recover so I think you have to be in tune and I think it's better to answer to what your body says instead of pushing it to live in a routine and do these habits every day and another thing about that self-help industry is that there is this notion that you need to prioritize your goals above all else and focus so much on them. And listen, goals are great. It's awesome to figure out your values and then have some kind of a direction for your decisions. I really like goals. But goals are supposed to be a direction you are heading towards just to be able to walk somewhere and not get lost but they are not supposed to be this clear destination that you need to arrive at at any cost and this is something that you are thinking about all the time and every decision that you do is supposed to get you closer to that goal i think it's great to have a sense of direction but it can become an obsession there is just this notion and a lot of these self-help media that if you don't make it to that spot that destination that goal then you are a failure if you don't accomplish what you set out to accomplish and i think that's how self-help makes life about winning and losing about goal setting and goal achieving yeah there's this, this notion that if you don't make it then you are a failure and the truth is it's impossible to hit 100 percent of your goals so it's kind of like an inevitable reality that you're going to fail. So you are kind of setting yourself up for failure just by being so focused on these goals. Because like I said, life gets in the way. And also, we want to get to that destination, that goal. We want to get there. But there can change. Because as soon as you hit a goal, you're going to need another goal to chase after. Because you're going to quickly realize that that goal didn't fix all of your problems and we can end up always chasing after some goal and I think we are always chasing after something because it becomes too painful to accept that reality that reality of our highly imperfect selves you know we all have so many deep-seated fears and insecurities that this search for comfort and security becomes kind of an illusion because you can't ever create you know this ultimate fortress to protect yourself from feeling bad sometimes and i think through goal setting we actually just try to kind of protect ourselves from accepting that life is hard and we are going to fail sometimes and the painful truth of life is that we are never fully in control that is just an illusion and it never works to fight against that reality and I think goal setting can be a mechanism to try to be a control. I really, I really am good at that. I am a control freak. So I love goals, but I think it's 
it can be dangerous. So feel free to set a vague direction for your decisions, but please, please do not obsess over them. So that's what I think about self-help, you know, I am still probably following and watching some things that some people might consider as self-help, but I think uh, my relationship with, with it has changed. I think in the past, like a couple of years ago, I really used to be obsessed with those productivity gurus and learning about how to be so effective and how to organize my life, how to be productive and how to be that quote-unquote healthy person with the ideal life. And I think for me, falling into that self-help was inevitable because I wanted, I always wanted to get as much out of life as I possibly can. And I do feel a lot of urgency about doing as much as I can before I die. But the thing that I am learning is that I'm equipped with way more than I realized. I have been underestimating myself and I think a lot of us are. And now it's kind of becoming clear to me that many answers that I'm looking for to my questions and many answers when it comes to living a life when you are healthier, happier, is within me. And not within the self-help books that I've been buying and the gurus that I've been listening to. And a lot of the answers are inside of me because they are actually simple. And I am never going to stop learning and I'm not going to stop, you know, working out or stop eating well or trying to live a balanced life. It just means that I am no longer trying to fix myself. I don't want to behave in a way that sort of implies that I am broken. And I don't think I'm ever going to want to stop learning new things. But I think the difference is that I don't want it to be a means to an end. Because just the simple act of learning a new thing has its own value. So through all of that, through realizing all of these things, I think I am approaching all the information, the self-helpy, self-improvement information out there more cautiously and I'm not saying it's all bad but everything that I'm reading about now I'm just approaching it more critically because I am done with how it sometimes makes me feel and I am just done with trying to turn myself into this idealized version of what I should be you know I hope that you can relate to that and I hope that you have found this helpful and maybe that my experience has opened your eyes a bit. If it has, then let me know on Instagram or using our email. And now I want to talk about my insight of this week because actually it has been pretty exciting. Like I said, I ran a half marathon, which is something that I wanted to do for a long time. And I think I was able to do it for a long time, but I just, you know, I wanted to do it like in an official race, but there has been, you know, COVID and some stuff and I just never did it on my own. And then, you know, now it has been over a year when I wanted to do it and I applied for this race and damn, it was so much fun. And I'm just regretting that I have not done it earlier. I think I may as well have done it, you know, a year ago and it will be 
as much fun and I would just probably be practicing more and maybe this year I w- would have been able to run a marathon but anyway I guess my insight of this week is that I underestimate myself and I don't appreciate all of my strengths and I think most of you listening if you ever went on a run for longer than 30 minutes then I think you are able to run a half marathon it's really not that hard and even if you end up walking a bit I think it's like a super nice challenge I ended up um, having a goal of running it like you know under two hours and I think I run it like an hour and 51 minutes so it's like 515 per kilometer and I'm super super proud of myself I think it's a great time to have for your first half marathon and I think if you like I'm not saying that you should do it and that you should um, try a half marathon if you haven't ever run but just give yourself this challenge it's like it was so nice to have something to work towards but I think actually what has been the most rewarding and exciting in that was running it with other people and running it in an event so you know I usually am a solo runner I do it myself I don't have a coach I don't have a group I have some running buddies but they're not really that much into running so running it with people who are excited about the same things as you do and just you know getting that medal and seeing your time and being making it official and having like a number that you can pin on your shirt it's just so much fun so I really recommend whatever it is that you are into just sign up for a sporting event and just have something that you are working towards even if you think you are not able to make it then just try I am sure that you are actually way more equipped than you think and a lot of people can run a half marathon even without preparing much if you don't think you can make it then just sign up for a 10k race I think it's going to be so much fun and just the atmosphere uh, during that event is just electric and everyone is so exciting and everyone wants to reach a certain goal and there are also people who just completely don't care and their goal is just to finish it and I think that's so amazing as well so I really loved my experience and I think I want to sign up to more of events like this even if it's not running maybe um, like a triathlon event or maybe like a dancing class I am just I'm realizing the power of community recently and I've been really looking for a community of my own so I want to try new things like this and sign up for events and sign up for classes and actually believe in myself more you know even if I'm not great at something that doesn't mean you know I'm gonna hate the experience you know it might be quite the contrary maybe I'll meet all of these amazing people and they can teach me and I will probably have so much fun so I really like I said I really recommend you signing up for an event if it's a 5k race 10k race or maybe it's like a swimming event or a dancing class or just something like this, like a challenge that you don't really think you can do, that you are not fully equipped to do, but you, you think you might do it. I think like that's the best, you know, sweet spot when it comes to when it comes to events like this. And you will be surprised and you'll probably be so proud of yourself when you finish. And I'll be so proud of you too, you know, if you do 
this and if you sign up for something let me know and I will definitely send you a message to cheer you on I would love to see what you do anyway after this run about self-help and running and again I'm sorry for my voice I hope it wasn't too distracting after all of that I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode and I want to say that you are such a great person and when you smile you make the world a better brighter place so smile for me have a lovely day and i will speak to you in the next episode and produced by Julia Spohr. If you want to learn more, visit the website attached in the episode description or visit our Instagram page, which you can also find in the episode description or at beingbetter.pod. If you want to support the show, there are a couple of ways to do that. The first one and the best one is to share the podcast with your friends and with your family. Tell them why you enjoy it and why they might enjoy it as well. You can also share it on your social media platforms. And another way to help the show is to write a review, rate or subscribe to the podcast because that helps new listeners find the show as well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I will speak to you in the next one.